It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies at Squarespace. Did you know that a dream is just a great idea that doesn't have a website yet? Well, now you know. Make it a reality with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website. Showcase your work, blog, or publish content, even sell products or services of all kinds in just a few clicks. With 24-7 award-winning customer support, you can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. You set, Jack? I'm all set, Grace. Oh, hi, Jack Ferry. How are you? I'm good, Grace Helbig. How are you? I'm good. I like that. <laughs> this form- very organic introduction. <laughs> yeah, just a very smooth, casual, extremely formal introduction. Don't mind <laughs> us. Uh so it's well, it's it's April by the time we air this episode. That's correct. Yes, How, spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. We're four months into 2018. Mm-hmm. How's it going for you? Things are going well. Um, I don't have any further updates on my catfishing incident. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I also wanted to know. But I did find that um, now people are impersonating me on Instagram. Well, when you make it a public service (laughs) announcement about your catfishing, you do open yourself up to people being like, this would be funny if I do this, too. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, So So highly encourage everyone to find other creative ways in which you can impersonate Jack. No, don't. Please. I hate it. I would love it. It'd be fun. If only for my benefit. Clearly not Jack's. Please don't. Uh, It's festival season. It is indeed. Yes. Have you ever been to a music festival? Yeah, I, I, I went to the Lilith Fair. You did? I did. You know why? Because I support women in music. Okay. I mean, I didn't need a reason, (laughs) but sure. Thanks for that. I think it was in like the late 90s. Wow. Yeah, I saw Sarah McLaughlin live, baby. That sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a joke. No, uh, I legitimately went to the Little Fair with my girlfriend. Oh my god. Uh, in like like Sea Caucus, New Jersey or something. Was it, it was. so much fun though? Yeah, I had a great time actually. I, I do like I do like music festivals. Have um, you ever done Coachella? I have not done Coachella. Neither have I. And every time every year I want to go less and less. <laughs> Yeah, it's becoming a parody of itself. Yes. Um, which is funny to me yeah. to see, but also becomes annoying. But I can't say that anymore because Mamrie and I now have a house that we share in Palm Springs that we're hoping to make profit off of because sure. of Coachella. So oh, yeah. I have to be nothing but supportive of that music festival now. Yeah. I mean, that's that's ironic, too, because I, I, I also love going to Palm Springs. Right. And I've never been to Coachella. Which, for those that don't know, Coachella happens in Palm Springs, this area that's like two hours yeah. outside of Los Angeles. Yeah, and it's like like a one of the best parts of of California. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's so yeah. fun. 
um, just look at my previous Instagram stories for yeah. fun but, shenanigans. But generally speaking, I'm I'm not a I don't I don't really like seeing music played at a festival because the sets are really short and mm. it's like such a hodgepodge. And sometimes you have to like bounce from stage to stage to see like, well, I really want to see Tame Impala, but I also want to see you know whatever Kanye. And it's like they're right. playing at the same time on two separate stages. And it's like meh. That, whereas I would rather just like go to their a show, concert. yeah, you know, yeah, that's fair. Um, but I also feel like a lot of these festivals now have turned into just like fashion shows as opposed to yeah, it's how weird can I look and make you think that I'm not looking weird? Yeah, yeah, it's just the, every, it's like literally people are just going to show up with garbage bags all over them. It's gonna yeah. have you're going to be like this is fashion. It's like yeah. New York Fashion Week. It feels like that. Yeah, I also wonder if like. If people look as stupid as we think they do when they like take those photos at like Burning Man. Oh, yeah. That you're like, if an alien were to come down and land in the middle of Coachella and look around or like, let's say your great great grandparents were to be transported to the middle of Coachella 2018 and Mm -hmm. look around. What would they think? They'd be like, something bad happened. (laughs) Like, what kind of Blade Runner dystopian like sci-fi land did I uh, enter into? Yeah. Also, this is going to make me sound old as fuck, but uh, it just looks cumbersome. It looks like you're not comfortable. (laughs) You're in the middle of the desert. You're sweating. You got dust rolling around everywhere. That's why everyone has to wear bandanas so that they don't like breathe in dust all the time. Oh, yeah. And then you're putting body belly chains all over your whole (laughs) body. I'm like, that's covered in glitter. That's going to chafe. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah. No offense to look at it from a practical sense, but... If you went with just a pair of sweatpants and a, like a tank top, <laughs> you'd be the belle of the ball. Much more comfortable, at least. But I, I just think it's really funny, like when you see, like this happens even in LA. Like if you like go to wherever that that wall is with like the the angel wings that are oh painted. that everyone Instagrams in front of. Yeah, and I think there's just and take it from somebody who posts lots of selfies. Mm-hmm. There is no way to look cool. When you're taking a photo for it's, social media. Well, it's like watching <laughs> someone take a photo in front of the ta- Leaning Tower of Pizza. 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 <laughs> Sorry. The Pizza. mouth said what the brain and body want. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you, the photos of people taking photos, like of yeah, tens of people on yeah, that lawn sure. doing the same movement is like the dumbest photo of all time. Yeah. And it's so fun. But yeah, everyone looks stupid. But that said, Jack spent a good uh, five to 10 minutes experimenting with the portrait mode front facing camera on my new iPhone X before we started recording. Gotta say, big fan. Wish like we had recorded you. <laughs> Literally, this is all I heard. Oh. Oh, snap. Oh, oh, snap. Oh, oh, snap. Just listen, delighted listen, by his own face. You know, I am a big fan of uh, the selfie as an artistic form of expression. Yep. Um, as we all know. And, um, you know, when you give me the iPhone 10, yeah. it's is uh, it's like giving me a... a it's like giving a, it the Tasmanian devil a Red Bull. <laughs> Just be was, like, good luck. I was going to say giving Picasso the fanci- the fanciest paintbrush. Oh, okay, sure. So we each have a different comparison. <laughs> you, That's totally fair. Uh, yeah. I. What's the last concert you went to? Oh boy. Um, I think I might have might be the, the Vampire Weekend. Oh, fun. And uh, Beirut at the Hollywood Bowl. Very cool. Yeah, that was really fun. I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, you got to go. It's really I know. Great. That's all I hear. Yeah. Um, I saw Future Islands at, um, what's the outdoor venue on the east side? The Greek? The Greek. Yeah. yeah. 
And that was fantastic. Yeah. That venue is so great. Yeah. I it's saw... a very insular conversation for people that don't live <laughs> in Los Angeles. Sorry. Yeah. But I used to go to shows all the time because I used to do a music video show. Oh, um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like way many, many years ago. Um, and I used to like make music. Like I made music videos for like, actually the last concert I saw actually was Ted Leo and the Pharmacists that he was on a tour and, um, and like I'm, I'm friends with Ted cause I made a music video with him. That's cool. Um, and so I used to go to shows all the time. I used to go to a show when I lived in New York cause I lived down the street from like the Bowery ballroom and the mm -hmm. Mercury lounge. I would go to a show like four times a week. Yeah. It's just available. And at a, at a certain point, um, I just got tired of seeing music just because I don't know. It just, I kind of burned myself out after doing it for too much. And then sure. the other thing too, that really bugs me now is when I go to shows is so many people try to film like the entire oh, yeah. show on their phone. And I'm Look, like, I'm victim of this. I have done this in the past. I, you filmed the entire show? No, not the entire show. I did go to a show in Brooklyn recently when I was there and I'm forgetting who it was, but it was this like really great group. The name was the guy's name. I forget. Mm. Uh, Brooks took me, uh, took me, but there was a guy that was live streaming on his phone Ugh. the entire show. And I was so fascinated by this man that was live streaming like periscoping Ugh. this whole show that I was like watching him for the majority of the show rather than the actual show. Cause I was like, when's he going to stop? Yeah. I His don't arm has got to hurt. And this is a bad quality video. I know. And I could see that there were like three people watching. And so I was like, this has to be for like friends or a family member or something. Yeah. This can't be that he's like, I owe it to society to yeah. film this, that if they couldn't be here. Yeah. If your best friend like shatters his femur, that's the only time right. I think it's acceptable. <laughs> but otherwise, it's like you are never going to watch that video, dude. No one cares. The quality is shit. It sounds awful. Put your freaking phone down and like live and enjoy the moment. Also, just posting it on social media. I get it. I've done it when you're inebriated. I went to Taylor Swift. I lost my damn mind. I sure. posted I mean, probably taking, like hours worth of Snapchat. But I mean, taking a couple seconds here or there doesn't bother me. It's the people that are filming the entire show right. that are like blocking people's view. That's the, that's the thing that makes me go, oh, God, stop. What are you doing? Yeah. So this has just been Jack and I shitting on people that <laughs> like concerts and music festivals. Yeah, sorry. Hope you enjoyed this. Sorry. Uh, but speaking of people that shit on people, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I am so excited to have this guest with us today. You guys know by now, if you don't know, I'm a huge reality TV fan. I yes. love everything on Bravo, All Real Housewives, and especially Vanderpump Rules. And so I'm so goddamn excited <laughs> that we have Stassi Schroeder from Vanderpump Rules, or should I say Nastasia? Nastasia. Schroeder uh, from Vanderpump Rules on this episode. And she was so wonderful and so fun and immediately drank. And not at all the villain that she is portrayed to be. No, but also <laughs> like had a lot of really interesting information. And so you basically just get to listen to me quietly, not so quietly fangirl and ask all the secret things I want to know about Vanderpump Rules for the next like hour. It was very eye opening about how she approaches being a reality TV That it's star. a job. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting to me. And it's really fascinating. Yeah. How she breaks down like why you you have to treat it a certain way and how people shouldn't get into it at all or seek to look it out for uh, yeah. any sort of occupation. But it was really fun. And so I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this episode of Not Too Deep with Stassi Schroeder, one of the witches of WeHo. <laughs> no, not too deep. With Grace Heidbeck. Hey, buddies. And Jack, hi. Oh, hi, Grace. <laughs> hi. Welcome to this ad. Thank Today's you. support for our show comes from... You guessed it, probably. Squarespace. Our good buddies. Guess what they say? Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. Boom. Yep. 
I love Squarespace because they have beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They make it easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website. And you can stand out from the rest because you can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products. And it's all optimized for mobile right out of the box with built-in search engine optimization. You can showcase your work, blog or publish content, announce a new special project, even sell products and services of all kinds with just a few clicks. Use Squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time. And there's nothing to install, patch or upgrade Ever. But if you do have a question, which is totally okay, Squarespace has award-winning 24-7 customer support, and they're there to help you no matter what. And I am very proud to say that I've never needed to use the 24-7 customer support Humble when I brag. have created my many websites mm-hmm. using Squarespace. Um, but it is nice to know that it's there. So keep dreaming, but make it a reality with a website from Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com, offer code GRACE. Hey friends that wear makeup or use any sort of skincare products, do you read the labels on the back? Most people don't, myself included, but Juice Beauty wants to change that. Guess what I learned that is kind of shocking and bonkers, but is important to know that your skin can absorb up to 60% of what you put on it. So what goes on your skin can be as important as what goes in your body. And made with certified organic ingredients, Juice Beauty promises to always formulate without parabens, silicones, petroleum, or any other potentially harmful ingredients. Their formulas use naturally derived ingredients to provide clinically validated results that are just as good, if not better, than conventional beauty products. They have this Juice Beauty Phytopigments Illuminating Primer that even skin tone while hydrating and providing plumping moisture to skin. And I can attest this, they sent me a bunch of their products which are all awesome and they smell like green apples and it's very nice and wonderful and feels luxurious. And the primer has been fantastic for me. I use it before I put my makeup on and it keeps my makeup on my face all day long. Doesn't feel heavy evens my skin tone and actually makes it feel like I'm adding moisture and hydrating my skin, which let's get real guys. I'm dehydrated all the time, every day. So I need every help I can get. And if you go to juicebeauty.com slash grace, you can get exclusive savings on your first order when you use the code grace20, G-R-A-C-E-2-0 at checkout. So go check them out. We're here with Stassi. Yay. Or as your birth name, Nastasia? Yeah, nice work. You got that you first N- try. Nastasia. I'm I, really impressed. When did it change to Stasi? Um, I've always been Stasi. Okay. Because my grandmother thought my name was ridiculous. <laughs> She's like, no one's gonna be able to say that. So your grandmother just hated your mother for Pretty naming much. that. Okay. Yeah. And so then it's always been to make Stassi. It her own. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's super fun. And we're just saying, so you have your own podcast. I do. And you've been doing that for like how long now? Three years. Three years. Yeah. And okay, I will say I'm a massive Vanderpump Rules fan. So one, thank you for being here. Oh, well, thank you for keeping me employed. No, of course. (laughs) Uh, That's how I feel about anyone that watches a YouTube video. Like, please don't ever stop. Uh, But I think the coolest thing is being able to take that and do something like a podcast and sort of have your own creative entity that isn't uh, produced by people. Well, I mean, I always, besides that part of it, of course, like it's so awesome to be able to 
to not have somebody editing me and right. to be able to just put out my own content. It's, I feel really creative, mm-hmm. but I always say that um, if you're doing reality, like people who do reality TV just for the sake of reality TV, like they're serial killers. Like yeah. it's not a job that you would want to just do and have that be it. Right, right, right. No, yeah. it seems insane to be like, I just want people to watch me, but that's essentially my job as a YouTuber <laughs> is that I have to like, but you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're it's yours. It at, least. at least. Yeah. You get to, uh, circumvent been all the gatekeepers mm-hmm. yeah but so it must feel really freeing to be able to have the podcast where you're like this is just me unapologetically yeah, well i've noticed a huge shift in the way people um see me and the mm-hmm. way they feel about me and i know that's because of my podcast really yeah because i mean the first couple of few or few seasons of vanderpump rules like i, I was a little villainous but you're only seeing uh-huh. um a short part right. of of everything that I filmed and what I went through and what we all went through together. Right. But with my podcast, it's kind of you can just see who I am just in Here a real more, raw way. A more full picture. Yeah. More well-rounded. Picture. Yeah. That to me is the most interesting thing. And the thing that I like wanted to talk to you about, because I'm so fascinated by reality television. Jack and I talk about this a lot. I also watch the show Unreal. I, don't I know love if- Unreal. Okay. I was going to say, I, I feel like it. I love it too. And I feel like people that are on reality shows either have one of two reactions. That reaction, that you love it, or that you hate it because it might feel too real or too distant <clears throat> from what you've been through. Um, There are like a few things that are similar to Vanderpump Rules, but our show isn't like that. Right. I would imagine all of the Bachelor contestants yeah. don't like watching Unreal because it's it, it, it's like having a bad nightmare, like rem- PTSD. Oh. Like, <laughs> but I've heard, like I talk to my producers <laughs> and my sound guys and um, the crew all the time, and some of them have worked on The Bachelor many times, yeah. and they tell me they they don't like it. <laughs> They're it's, like it's it's evil, soul crushing. Yeah, yeah, and because that's. Vanderbump is more of just like here's slice of life than here's a competition where we're incubating these like emotions that don't normally come out of people. Yes. I mean, of course, there's a little there's some there's a a lot of manipulation in every reality show and our show and all that, too, but not even close to that type of level. So I was going to ask, you have a friendship or at least a companionship with the producers and the people that like work behind the scenes on the show. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. That's actually like. I would say one of my favorite parts of doing Vanderpump Rules and and going back each season is because we've our crew is we're one of the only shows that's the crew all make an effort to come back. So we've had the same crew for six years. So it's like family. Yeah. Like they've cool. Yeah. So and that makes you guys more comfortable around them rather than like here's a random guy that's going to watch me make coffee, I guess. Yeah. No, it makes it so much fun because I look forward to going to work. I look forward to going to a scene, not just to see whoever I'm filming with, but to see. Yeah. And you can say if you can't talk about this or whatever, but that's always fascinating to me. That's called like scenes. Like in a movie that it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to this thing and you don't know or you do know like what's about to happen to you in this situation. Are you kind of given an understanding of like, we're going to get from point A to point C and whatever happens in between will happen? I mean, obviously, obviously, I don't know exactly what's going to go on right in when we're filming. But when I show up. I can't just sit and talk about what I had for breakfast. Right. So I'm like, what's going on? What what are let us know what's the story like what's happening right and those are my real reactions and those are the way that I that's the way I would talk about things it's the way I would be with my friends it's just you have to like 
consolidate it. Right. If that makes any sense. You have to get to the meat and potatoes. Yeah, you can't just sit and, and you can't fuck sit around. and let it hang in front of you and then wait and be like, this is what they want. They want us to talk about this. So yeah. let's just get to it. Yeah. And it's things you would talk about anyway. They're right. just we have to talk about it right then and there. That's so fascinating. Do you find that now off camera when you guys because I follow social media. You guys all seem like you hang out like you're real genuine friends. Yeah. And it's, you, it's, it's, it's it, when I like think it's when I like float above my body <laughs> and look down at the situation. I don't know anyone else in this world, in the reality TV mm-hmm. world. That's really like this. We are an actual group of friends. No, that's what's so fascinating. That hang out all the time. Right. And yeah. so it feels like this weird like how the reality bleeds into the reality show that you guys must. There must be some strangeness when you're done filming for a season and then it's just you guys hanging out normal and being like so it's not it's not strange because it's been our lives for six years and and it's just we were friends before yeah and that's why we were all put on the show so it just did it didn't really change anything so even like after a scene that we're filming we continue to like I stay there hang out yeah I guess keep hanging out right. and like I'll yeah. I'll stay at Katie's apartment and we'll be like okay what do you want to do now no that makes, yeah <laughs> that's funny <laughs> now that there's less people in the room uh yeah. let's just do you want to watch TV or do you want to go get happy hour <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all met at the restaurant at Sir or did you make you knew each other before that I yeah me Katie and Kristen met at the restaurant and the boys like Tom Tom and Jax met outside of that okay. and then they started dating us and then it like <laughs> it just became this like sucked in. it was like friends yeah yeah, yeah. we would always literally just, the like, tv show friends. ourselves to friends yeah yeah which one are you rachel okay <laughs> <laughs> wait who's phoebe um katie katie okay i can see because that. chris okay kate that one's a little whatever but uh-huh. because kristen's so ocd monica. and monica ish that it was just like yeah you katie, get the you're last phoebe. one you're phoebe yeah by <laughs> default that makes sense uh no i worked at every like chain restaurant growing up in new jersey and in new york known to man and so it's always and jack and i were talking about this earlier yeah. just the fascination the fascinating like dynamic that happens at a restaurant where it becomes its own little ecosystem it becomes uh-huh. its own little community yeah is it still like that? Or obviously it's changed over the last like five years or so. Well, our lives have changed so much um, that the, and the restaurant has expanded. Right. So there's so many more people working at the restaurant and right. I'm not working there anymore. Kristen's not working there anymore. And it's really like a lot of the cast of my friends and the cast members, they do go in there. They just can't as often. Right. I was going to say what's now, I assume the biggest change is that you guys are, the people that work there, quote unquote, work there, but much less frequently. Yeah. I mean, think about it. It's like going to Disneyland and seeing Mickey Mouse. And mm -hmm. then there's going to be a line of people that went to Disneyland to see Mickey Mouse. So they want a photo. Right. So it's really hard to do your job when there's a line of people just following you around. Yeah. That must be the weird thing. It's it's like a conga line. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing promotion for the show uh, and for the restaurant through the show. But at the same time, you cause like a complete like lack of being able to do a job properly because of this like weird thing that's eating its own tail. Yeah. It's we've tried to figure it out like and our producers have and everyone's tried to figure out how to keep it right normal as normal as it possibly can. Right, right, right. For every single year. Every single year. So it's it's always something that's like being debated. Right, right, right. Yeah, cuz I mean, I'm sure it's something that they couldn't 
you can't predict what the outcome of a reality show is going to be, especially on Bravo. I feel like I'm yeah. a big Bravo head. And so you watch shows live and die for like less than a season and something like this. You're like, we don't even know if this is going to keep going. Do you know how scared I was when we did the first season that I was like, oh, my God, I might be the chick who was a waitress who was on a reality show <laughs> one season. <laughs> and then yeah. my still Wikipedia a waitress entry. after. Like, and, that's, oh, yeah. and then it's like I'd be serving people and they're going to be like, remember that one time yeah, seven well, years ago when you were on one <laughs> failed season what? i was scared of that yeah what was the feeling after the first season i imagine because you guys didn't know what to expect your stories are in the hands of these other people oh no after we wrapped the finale i was like this is gonna be good oh yeah yeah i'm like there's no way that we won't get another season Mm-hmm. yeah do you guys talk at all before you start filming of what the potential storylines will be? We tried that the first two years and that never worked. <laughs> because that's become... It never works. That's the funniest thing to me about all of these like Real Housewives and everything is that there are reality shows that are becoming... And Jack, I'm sorry that you might be excluded from this conversation because you don't know as much as I do about this. I don't. You, it's like listening to uh, a, a savant foreign... or something. Like You know so much about this. This is my relaxation. <laughs> uh, is that they've become so self-aware. That's why I love of the reunion episodes because I'm like someone's got receipts in a new way that I've never seen before and I cannot wait what's behind oh, that goddamn those are the, couch those are the best like taking out the manila envelope yeah, like the manila like, folder they're yeah. all carrot top it's all prop comedy I'm like someone's bringing out some sort of prop it's gonna be a baby doll or it's gonna be printed <laughs> out receipts something's gonna happen and I cannot wait but they also uh, start talking about how they call each other beforehand to be like you said that your storyline was gonna be this and that's why you did this to her and it's like Oh, they're trying to outproduce the producers on the show. It never works. Yeah, good and luck. It never works. And every time, because before every season, we have to go in and meet with our our showrunner and okay. main producer. Just to figure, so they can figure like what's going on in your world. So like we meet for like an hour or two, one one by one, like we get wasted at a, like he literally sits at a restaurant like, yeah. all day long. He knows what he's doing. And rotates <laughs> us. And he asks us everything about our lives and asks us how we feel about everyone and what's mm -hmm. going on. And then he says, so what are, what do you think is going to happen for you this season? Like, what do you think your storyline would be? And he tells me this every time. And I always forget this, but you just reminded me. Yeah. He's like, you're the only person that says, I have no fucking idea. I'm just going to sit and re react. <laughs> Because it's like you can't plan it. Yeah. So like if you're going to go in and be like, this season, I'm going to be like this and I'm going to like really fight with it. It, just, right. it, it doesn't work that way. You, you have to be authentic and just roll with it. For sure. And that's the most interesting TV. Because if you try to plan out your narrative, they're going to fuck with you and change your narrative. Absolutely. And then yeah. you're going to be this like, uh, I don't know how to control this. I'm yeah. spiraling out now. You'll drive yourself crazy. Yeah. People have driven themselves crazy trying to do that. <laughs> so do you watch reality TV as well? Oh, yeah. What's your like big shows? Bachelor. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch last season, but I watched the finale. Oh, because everyone talked about it. I see. I wasn't an Ari fan. So I was like, what is no one's an Ari yeah, fan? No but even before it happened. <laughs> right. I'm like, why are they? He's a doof. Yes. But I had to watch the finale. That was it was intense. I still look up their Instagrams and be like, what's really going on here? And it's it just so seems it seems plastic smiles. It's real tough to look at, but fascinating on like a human interest level. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and when they started, did you see Jack that he was like DMing people? Like, 
Uh, that no. one I did. Really? Yeah, that like the other girl, Becca, the one that was like too <laughs> young. Uh, she started just like showing the DMs that he was sending her. Oh, when no. he was, it was like, awesome. It was pretty fantastic. Wow. It was like the best worst thing that that show could have happen. And that them. wasn't produced. That was organic. That's something that actually happened. That I mean, that's the thing. I trust nothing. Yeah, in it's reality so hard TV. to know. Yeah, exactly. Especially after watching Unreal. Just right. knowing how much manipulation is going on. Right. And how much a producer might not do anything, but say the wrong or right thing yeah. to someone that spirals them into something else. And they're right. like, it worked. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a specific type of personality that goes on that show, I think, too, that maybe lends itself to like the power of suggestion. Oh, for sure. Totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like the producer can, can kind of but I, that's something they show on Unreal all the time. Like the producer's like aware, like I'm going to manipulate this person based on their like neuroses. Oh, for sure. I was just on Caitlin Bristol's uh, podcast and she was a Bachelorette seasons back. Yeah. And she even said it's like offhandedly like, yeah, you're pumped full of booze and you're filming until 7 a.m. And so oh, at the end of the night, you're like, what am I saying? What am I doing? Right. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but she talked about it so casually that I was like, I want to ask you 10,000 more questions about this, but I'm going to reserve and not be a total freak right now. Um, You make jewelry. Uh, My mom is a jewelry designer and she has been since I was a little kid. Really? So, um, I, for a few years, I I worked with another company and now I just, I help and work with her and I will come up with things and she makes them. I don't know how to actually use my hands to make them. <laughs> I just tell her exactly what I want and I'm vision. thinking in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she does you it. You describe your vision yes. and then your mom implements it. That's uh-huh. great. And your family's been on the show. Yes. Your uh-huh. little brother's like a guru of advice. Oh, he's like, fucking fantastic. He's and too wise. That I feel like he's creepy. been Benjamin Buttoned and he's right? like actually 70 years old I know. and it's- knows everything about the world it's insane how do they feel about either being on the show or you being on the show does your mom ever say like stassi don't do that no i mean my parents are so used to it my dad just says can you not curse and can you not get naked i'm like (laughs) no and no 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 promises no this is my brand (laughs) and my brother loves to be on vanderpump (laughs) he loves filming he was so excited when he had to like go and get his like child work (laughs) permit thing and Oh my God, he felt like such a boss. That's so sweet. (laughs) But also, he is so wise. It's like insane how spot on he is about like um, everything. Yeah. What do you attribute that to? I don't know because I'm not wise. (laughs) So, and I'm the eldest of all my siblings. I I don't understand where it was like he was just born a little Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. Some kids are just like they look, they observe and they like are little sponges and they take it all in and then they can filter it back out. Um, Is this true? That you were on a reality show called Queen Bees. I hate you. <laughs> I really dislike you right now. Like, I'm so embarrassed. No, the only thing is that this was on The N, and I yep. interned in college for The N for like three years. You I, did? Yeah, that I'm shocked that I did not see that this show came through. Because I had to watch I like... I think DeGras- five people watched it. It w- So it aired. The <laughs> it whole thing aired. aired. Yeah, I came in last place. <laughs> it was about being a mean girl. And I was like, wait, hold up. I lied to be- get on the show. I had no idea what this was about. I made up things like stories. Uh-huh. It was basically they put like seven mean girls, seven queen yeah. bees in a house. And they had to reform us to see who could change the most. And we had like therapy sessions oh daily. God. And so I'm I legitimately With, like a real therapist. Yes. And I remember being like, like all of us were like, fuck, like we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. I'm 18 years old, just like out of high school. Yeah. And I, I lied and said that I used to like haze girls and like 
make them go and sleep in the cemetery like overnight if they wanted to be my friend. I'm like, I've never done that shit. So I'm having to like really do method acting with this therapist for the sake of making a good show. I am so mean. I can't believe I've done these things. It was so awful. It was so awful. But yes, I came in last place. Oh, but it's okay. Because Does that mean you're the most mean girl I or the least mean? Girl? I do, I, it means I was the most mean. I guess I didn't oh. change. So that's, oh, that's but I was why like, well, lost. I can't change something no. that I'm lying about. I'm lying. I'm like, I don't know how to change. <laughs> oh my god, it's, there's so start, many levels to this. It's hard to it, parse. I had nightmares for months after filming that show, like but that I was being it? brain fucked. Well, then why did you sign up to do another show? That's different. <laughs> Because you knew you could be honest on this one, well, and these are your friends. Yeah, I wasn't being. It wasn't a competition. This isn't a competition. This is my right, friends. It's right, just right. wait. Did they put you all in the house for this show all together? Yeah, Ooh. I was on the Amazing Race when I was a wannabe gothic teenager in high school. You were on the Amazing Race. Yes. Wow. How many reality shows have you been on? <laughs> You're just like making the rounds. When are you doing Big Brother? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell no. Really? That's no, where you draw the line? Yeah, no. that show's so intense. It gives me anxiety. So no. I watched For the Survivor, most... that show's really intense. No, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Amazing Race is no. a maybe. How was that experience? Well, it was the only family edition. I like curse oh. my dad's name. Like when I, when you I think about your dad? it. My dad, my brother, and my stepmom. Wait, and you, so... were, and you were the gothy daughter? Yeah. There was only, <laughs> there was only, it was the only season that did Families of Four. Cool. So all four of you had to race? That yeah. seems so that's brutal. cumbersome. Yeah, yeah that, seems, that seems brutal. That seems that's going to like bring families really close together or no. tear them down. No, my, tear them my dad and my stepmom got a divorce because of <laughs> oh my something my brother God. said on camera. Oh my God, dude. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, sometimes reality shows are what it takes to shine a light on a problem. Oh, no, it was intense. Yeah, but that's so insane. Wait, what place did you guys get in that season? Not a good one. Okay. Not but you weren't one. the first ones kicked out. No, we were like, okay. we were, we lasted like four episodes, but we got eliminated in New Orleans, which is where I'm from. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. so embarrassing. Oh, but that's like yeah, weirdly full should, circle. You should know we should know everything. Really yeah. well. Oh my God. I'm going to New Orleans for WrestleMania this year and I'm so pumped. It's, it's so be the Is it the first time. time you've ever been to? No, okay. I've been, I did a travel series with my friend Mamrie called Hey USA. We went to New Orleans and we did um, the running with the bulls where the people dress up like bulls and they like spank you on the butt. You wear all white. <laughs> At least, or no, they were like in roller derby. Like, wait, I've never done that. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is this is news to me. Yeah, so, so it's there, let's so it's step like a, back. People dress up as booze or but, as bulls. Uh, so, no, it's like <laughs> a roller derby team that are supposed to represent the bulls, like in Spain when they do running with the bulls. Uh-huh. It happens like eight a.m. Everyone's shit face already, uh-huh. and you wear all white like they do in Pamplona, right. and they come out and they just have. Like things to smack you on the ass with, and Mamer, like little paddles. Yeah, and Mamer and <laughs> oh. I were so hungover that we were still drunk doing it, being like, "The fuck is happening?" And it was honestly terrifying. Was, I'm sure it was. Yeah, so you like run, walk, and drink at the same time, and wait for While these like these, women. Like, roller girls are coming and slapping you on the ass. Yeah, with paddles. I mean, honestly, really it's funny. super fun, and then everyone just hangs out and drinks afterwards. Right. Like you're done by like 9 a.m. It's like you have a full day ahead of you. Oh, I need to look this up. I can't believe I've never heard of this. It's super fun. I we had never heard of it until our producers were like you're going to this thing and we we're like oh no it sounds we insane. were out too late the night before <laughs> yeah. but it was super fun yeah do you go back to new orleans fairly often yeah like three times a year because my so dad's fun. still there my friends that i grew up with are still there so i yeah. can't imagine living there like growing up there because it's such a party you know town well i mean you're only in the french quarter and downtown so like 10 minutes 
outside is where we all live. That's where we all live. And then, but it only, it doesn't take that long to get, it's, it was nice. Yeah. It was, I like had a really good childhood. I was going to say, what was it like being a teenager? Like, 10 feet away from Bourbon Street. Well, you only had you only had to be 18. I still think it's like this to get into bars. You mm-hmm. technically couldn't drink, but to get into bars, you had to be 18. So we had 18 fake IDs. You know what I mean? Like 18 year old <laughs> yeah, yeah, fake yeah, IDs. Yeah. So it was, I thought you personally had 18 different <laughs> fake IDs that you're like, yeah. this one Today doesn't work. Today I am Anne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it sounds great. It sounds like a super like weird, fun place to grow up that makes you like nothing is that weird because I've seen everything by the time I'm 18 years old yeah no you're right like I remember being like 15 16 years old and going into one of the strip clubs on Bourbon Street and it was literally someone can I say this being someone and a guy was going like from the audience Uh got up and went down on the girl on stage and I'm like this is what a strip club club is like (laughs) holy crap yeah that is is not standard that is not standard I realize that now like in since I've been to other ones you're like every other strip club you go to you're like this is tame (laughs) this is boring Uh, that sounds insane uh you, the other funny thing is you guys, you and your friends call each other the witches of WeHo. Tom Schwartz started that. Is that how it started? I was going to ask, how did that start? Yeah, because me, Katie, and Kristen were just doing our normal thing, sitting around one of our apartments, drinking. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, churning yeah. the cauldron or Putting whatever. eyes of new into a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, Schwartz is like, look at you. Look at you guys. Look at look at you guys. You guys are like witches. Like you're like the witches of WeHo. And I'm like, er, what did you just say? Like, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. So Very catchy. we just we also we that's ran a great impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I saw you guys this season were decorating your scooters that you were riding around. Is that a real thing that you guys do? My boyfriend has it now because he lives has the scooter. Yes, he literally <laughs> lives two blocks away. Okay. So and I'm like, it's an eyesore in my apartment so he scoots you, you can scoot to me in my glittery <laughs> scooter you can just put oh a tracking God. device on it and then <laughs> you don't right. have to worry about anything right. um no i read somewhere that your boyfriend has not watched vanderpump rules at all he what? now now he watched like he watched this uh, an episode last week and he watched the first episode of the but season like when you guys had met he had no idea or no concept of what that was i mean he knew like he was fr- he was friends with katie and kristen okay. and and a lot of the people so he knew what it was he just he doesn't have cable he watches like oh, so he uses his apple tv and like yes. watches you know what so i mean pure and he's also a dude yeah, so it's not. It's his, not really like he's his, not in the demo. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. But that also must be super refreshing to be able to have this other person that you're like you don't have any like stake in this world that I live in. Um, my last boyfriend was like that too. He never watched anything. Yeah. Uh, so I'm used to that. Okay. I haven't really had anyone. I've never dated anyone that was like. I feel like that would be difficult to do because I feel like they would unintentionally like coach you. They'd be like. I saw last week's episode. You really shouldn't have said that. Oh, that would drive me fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, and I, could n- I could never handle that. No. Yeah. No. no way. Done Any so. sense of judgment <laughs> on that level? Yeah. No. Yeah. That would be bad. But yeah, then I guess if that's what you're used to, then it doesn't seem too odd or too like just displaced. Like the alternative, like what you said, is yeah. way worse. Like right. that is like <laughs> way weirder to me. Yeah. yeah. What does your boyfriend do? He works in casting. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. So he casts reality shows? 
I even she was on three reality shows. Right? I was like, you did it. <laughs> um, your dogs are adorable. They really are. You have two. Yes. And what are their names? Zoe and Luda. Zoe and After Luda. Ludacris. Perfect. Amazing. Why not? <laughs> it looks, yeah, very similar. The uh, how how old are they? So Zoe is fourteen or fifteen. Really? She was wow. Jax's family's dog. Whoa. Okay. That's yeah. a lot to unpack, but she yes. got it. <laughs> and Jax had told me that when I adopted her, that she was four. Then I found out two years ago that no, she was actually seven or eight. And That's so, so Los Angeles. It's so mean. <laughs> Just it's, shave a couple of years. Yeah. It's so mean though. So but then you're I, like, I thought now she I was. Have way less time with this creature yes. that I have a connection with. Now. I thought she was like eight at the time or ten or whatever, and now I find out that she's way older. And it was oh it really God. fucked me up. It really yeah. did. Uh, wait, and how old's the other one? Uh, she's three. She's three. Okay, so at least they have each other. At least you have one that's still a little bit younger yeah. than the yeah. other one, if it needs to fade out in any way. Uh, but that's. A hilariously terrible prank to <laughs> someone. Yeah, really. Guess what? Four years later, the dog you took from me is way <laughs> older than you think. <laughs> have fun. Um, do you have, I mean, it must be weird. And I can attest to this too. Uh, after just like documenting my life in social media and stuff like that. Do you look back on any moments of the show and you're like, Ugh, I wish I could delete that from history. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, because I get wasted in like every scene. So... I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of that. But there's something refreshing that you're not controlling yourself to like seem like a different person on camera. No, I know. I I, I always say some people are like, what do you have? Like anybody who wants to go into reality TV, which they shouldn't, but yeah. what <laughs> advice do you have? I'm like, you got to just let go. You have to really, in order to make good TV, you can't overthink anything. Right. So honestly, get wasted and just fuck up. Yeah. And just let it all like hang out there. But that's and, what's like, inspiring. I think people hold you to a, a different standard because you've been, uh, like you said, depicted as the villain on this like reality show. And so being able to admit fault, I think, is ultimately way more impactful in that kind of situation than if you're just the girl that's like floating through, not making any mistakes, not like having any real human moments. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have the most followers. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, when is a book coming out it's an it's a really logical next step just throwing it out yeah there. it is a it is a logical next step cool. and that is something that is that is around in the putting, ether. In a, yes i yes got it well on that awkward note we'll take a quick break <laughs> and we'll be right back we have some twitter questions for you and i have a couple more questions uh so we'll be right back with stassi stay tuned for more not too deep right after this hey grace oh hey jack Barry. you know there are times when we all need a little energy boost. Don't come for me, but yes. <laughs> and uh, here's the thing. A friend of mine named Grace yep. recently introduced me to Forto Organic Coffee Shots, and, and it has changed my life. You're welcome. Forto, for those of you guys who don't know, who uh, don't have Grace in their lives mm -hmm. every day, Sorry. bringing them new things. And you're welcome. Forto comes in two-ounce shots that look like teeny tiny coffee cups. They They're make you feel like a giant. It's the cutest thing ever they're adorable just pop off the top and drink for a super quick clean energy boost the best you've ever had and 
as you guys may know about me, mm. I am a bit of a coffee connoisseur. He is. And because these things are made with only organic natural Colombian coffee, they don't give you any jitters or make you crash. Mm-hmm. And they've got uh, 100 milligram and um, for people like me, the 200 milligram <laughs> energy flavors, which are basically equal to drinking one or two large cups of coffee respectively. So there's something for every energy level. And I'm a big proponent of this because if you're on the run, if you're on the go and you don't have time to make yourself a cup of coffee or you don't have time to sit in like a Starbucks line, they're super, super easy and the flavors are awesome. I have like a baby palate where I just want like sugars and sweets and they have this Hershey chocolate flavor that tastes like chocolate milk that it's like, it's a little dangerous because you want to drink like five of them, but I know I shouldn't. (laughs) But honestly, if you have any sort of lifestyle where you just need to get up and go really easily and not overthink anything, they're fantastic. Yeah, I think some for me, it's just I hit that like afternoon lull and Mm -hmm. they're great for just like, just slam this real real quick and the next thing you know- It's like a little dessert. Yeah, a couple minutes later, you're feeling really good. So here's the best part. Mm -hmm. You can buy Forto organic coffee shots right now at a huge savings for our listeners you guys and only you guys, literally no one else <laughs> can get this unless you tell other people to use this promo code and go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. But you guys can get 30% off with this promo code, Grace. <gasps> what a what a unique <laughs> concept. At fortocoffee.com. That's F-O-R-T-O coffee.com. And you heard Jack right. That's 30% off only for you guys. Forto is normally at $15 for six organic coffee shots. But with our code, it's only $10 for six coffee shops and shops. Three for six coffee <laughs> shots. I mean, I'm projecting because now I want to like franchise them and like make them into a Subway <laughs> sandwich place and run one of them. Right, sure. It's only $10 for six coffee shots and free shipping. Free shipping. Guys, mm-hmm. come on. Come, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Take advantage of this deal now and you'll thank me later. Go to Forto, F-O-R-T-O, coffee.com and use the promo code GRACE. Not, not too deep. Jack, guess who is sponsoring today's podcast? Uh, I can't talk to you right now, Grace. I'm so busy trying to go grocery shopping. I've got so much to get and well, prepare for tonight. I'm it's glad just... I caught you in the middle of the grocery store to tell you about our new sponsor this week. It's Freshly. Ooh, freshly. That sounds that sounds interesting. Tell me more. Yeah, it sounds like you're tired of spending hours on dinner and trying to master those meal kits. Yes, I am. I am so frustrated. Yes. Well, Freshly is a new way to get dinner on the table in no time because their chefs cook and deliver delicious, freshly prepared meals so you can eat healthier without any of the work. And each meal is made to order just for you. And they have a rotating weekly menu of more than 30 options. So there's always something new to try. That's amazing. I usually just eat the same thing. So that's really nice to rotate You're a creature of habit. (laughs) I am. Freshly chefs and nutritionists make sure that every meal is all natural, nutritious, and made with high quality ingredients. You can come home late and still have a delicious chef cooked meal waiting for you. And I can attest to this. They sent me a box of delicious meals and I tried their Sicilian style chicken parm with broccoli. It's fantastic. They do their own take on chicken parm and it's super interesting. They use almond flour for the breading so it's low carb and it comes with a side of broccoli so you feel super light and healthy after eating it. Mm. Plus, it's just like already portion controlled for you which is a nice thing to not have to think about at all. So I'm a big proponent of Freshly. I think super easy, super nutritious and honestly better than a frozen meal that you get in a grocery store to heat up. Now I have a question. Yes. Let's say... I wanted to try Freshly today. What should I do? Well, in fact, you should go to Freshly.com slash Grace and get $20 off your first six 
dinners. That's $20 off plus free shipping at Freshly.com slash Grace. Awesome. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. Why are you not? Uh, we're back with Stasi Nastasia. To use your proper name, I, I only want you to call me. I want you to only call me Nastasia. Nastasia. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you're a figure skater, and <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, let's say you were to make um, Vanderpump Rules into a movie. Who in traditional Hollywood would you cast as yourself and your castmates? Okay. Um, <laughs> so I like that you let me think. Sincerely um, took a second. Yeah, I really that. did. Like that's actually a really tough question. I can imagine. I'm gonna yeah. flatter myself right now okay. and just. And and just say Kate Hudson for me. Perfect. I would just like shave a few years off and then you know, she sells movies. Listen, I I have an obsession. I really? love Kate Hudson so much. <laughs> or you know what? If I had to be realistic, then I'd go with Emma Roberts. That's great. I think that's Did a great you one. ever watch Scream Queens? Yeah. I never watched she's, it. She's great. Oh, I had an obsession. An obsession. Is it gone? Yeah, it got canceled after the second season. Oh. But the first season is just like it's go- it's gold. It's Don't, pure. Just you really have to it's fantastic. Yeah, okay. She is great in it. She I did my podcast fantastic. and she told me that she made it. I think she made a joke, but it got picked up everywhere. But she's like, I'm pretty sure that whoever wrote Chanel Oberlin, her character based it off of you on Vaynerpump Rules. I'm like, okay. Whoa. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, I'm putting that on a pillow. So I need to commemorate that. Okay. That's a I, great casting. Honestly, there's so many cast members that I don't even know where let's to do, go. Let's just do you, Katie. Uh, Kristen and Jax. This is really hard. <laughs> Honestly, I'm trying to like. There's. I'm trying to like narrow down like actors in my types. head, and I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling with it right we now. Can help. It's tough. Just, okay, just, just, let's let's discuss this together. Right. Let's just, go just, with Jax. Jax. My first was Zach Galifianakis. Oh. Jax is a. Oh, I was thinking like Mickey. He's like over the years so much has changed. (laughs) (laughs) And lots of plastic surgery. Uh, I think it's appropriate. Uh, I'll take that. Okay. Kristen. Ooh, uh, I mean, she's so much in my brain since you said it like Monica from Friends that it's hard to like break that sort of like let's casting. think of someone a little like erratic she's mm-hmm. one of the best people i know so mothering and just loves to take care of things i always say she could like run a small island i say like, <laughs> run uh, a small island <laughs> <laughs> you know, but she flails her limbs are long say, and she Courtney just love oh i there like that go. that's funny that could be i mean Courtney love seems nurturing but also like a maniac yeah <laughs> yes. that's great uh, and then for uh, Katie, Katie, Katie is somebody who is normally typically very level headed and uh-huh. wise and, and, and really like thinks about what she says before she says it. But then when she drinks too much, she turns into a demon. Oh, uh, yeah. No. And I've always wondered if that's something where it's like in just storing or harboring stuff without communicating it and then all of a sudden it <laughs> the explodes. Floodgates open. Not saying I can relate directly and exactly <laughs> to that as a character trait, but just supposing that that might be uh, mm-hmm. part of the problem. Um, I don't know who would be cast as her character has been so interestingly portrayed on every season. Like this season, she just seems like a completely different person. Yeah. But I'm sure to you guys, you're like, not much has changed. I mean, no, I've noticed a change. We've all noticed a change yeah. in her. She's I think, married. Like last year, it was so stressful for her. And right. there was just a lot going on. She just seemed kind of 
angry and frustrated with sure. everything. And this year it it's been a complete change. But no, don't get me wrong. Like when she drinks too much, like she can be an asshole. <laughs> like that still goes on. <laughs> it's just not caught on camera as much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's changed. That's I don't know who her character would be. I'd leave that up to the audience yeah. to decide if they have any Tweet ideas. us. Tweet yeah, us. Let us Tweet know. us. Um what is your favorite because we were talking before about like true crime and murder and your birthday party was like murder themed what is your like number one go to either horror movie or like true crime series docu-series anything oh okay well I would put horror movies above true 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 crime docs and and podcasts I really I love horror movies it's my favorite thing to watch um See, and I'm so opposite. I can't. I'm like such a puss. Yeah, I can't watch. You're obsessed with true crime. I'm obsessed you hate with, horror. I hate horror, That's which so is so strange. weird because the true crime is the real stuff that yeah, should scare me more than. I think it's just the the graphic nature of horror films I don't like. Yeah. I or love the suspense, it. like suspense, I think just gives me too much anxiety. Have you ever seen The Conjuring? Mm-hmm. Yes, they're so good. It took One me like four two. times to like watch through that the entire movie. It was so scary. Really? <laughs> Those yeah, are like really good. Well, what's your go-to? God, I don't... Or is there one that you haven't brought yourself to watch yet no. because it's too far? No? Oh, The Human Centipede. Oh, really? I haven't watched that one yet. The, I'm really scared of that one. That Just because it's like... But that, that one really seems gross. a little disgusting really more than gross. like suspenseful. You watched it? Yes, it's disgusting. Okay, I still have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like something that you just can't unsee once you've seen yeah, it. And, That's and, why I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. And it's everything you think it is. It's, right. It, there's really no story. It's ugh, it's just disgusting. <laughs> it's just like the it's like one note. It's yeah. Really, it's just like, what if you know you make a human centipede and it's and just then like, it's like they make a human centipede uh-huh, yeah. and it's playing oh, that out. Okay. All right. And it's horrifying. Yeah. One day I'm gonna get there. Uh, would you ever want to be in a horror film? Yes. Is there one that's already made that you're like that's the one? If they remake that, I want to. Be I that. would do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I would do. I would do the worst of the worst. Like I would do like. D minus list horror films if I could. <laughs> D minus list. 100%. I mean, those get made every day. I think feel like this is a very attainable Hit goal. me up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe go to Emily at truepr.com. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this can and should happen. Uh, yeah, I feel like it should too. Attainable. Listen, I was in Sharknado. You were? I literally was just going to <laughs> say. You don't remember which number it was? No. <laughs> I literally was just going to say, if Tara Reid can be in Sharknado, you yeah. can be in your own horror film. Hit me up. Wait, wait, you were in Sharknado? Yeah. What were you doing? I did a really good job. What? <laughs> you should probably go watch it. Well, Where? hang on. The, the the standard bar on that movie is very high. Do you the know? The performances no, I did a, are so great. I want yeah. you to go and watch it. It's, <laughs> I'm going I mean, to it's now. Shawshank Redemption for horror films. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah. It's uh, unbelievable on Rotten Tomatoes. But wait, what's what what was your part? I was an astrophysicist. Okay. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> naturally. Right. How did they? How did you get approached about this? Um, I they just emailed you or like we have a part that yeah, you're perfect for. Either either my publicist, either Emily did or somebody. <laughs> I can't remember who who actually did. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, that sounds like so much fun." And normally you're only in like one little scene, right? Yeah. And you get eaten. I was in a lot. <laughs> Wait, did you get? Uh, did you die? Yeah. No. Okay. Got eaten by the shark. But people can come back to life. I mean, it's. Yeah, there's no Sharknado. rules in that universe. Come on, guys. Bring me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, they could have cloned you. Yes. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm an astrophysicist. Can't those people figure sure. those things out? They're very out? smart. They <laughs> never die. If we find out astrophysicists actually never die, that would be very enlightening <laughs> for all of humanity. There you go. Um, I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but which Real Housewives franchise would you want to be a cast member on? New York. Really? I love New York Housewives. Is there one in particular that you love? Uh, like they're one com- cast member? They're coming back. They're always back. I, they're, they've never stopped. Yeah. No, they've the been going on forever. Um, I'm kind of scared of them. Um, <laughs> so I don't know that like, I mean, Dorinda's, I've met her a million times and she's so nice. Every Like she's, she's so kind. Amazing. But I, everybody else really scares me. Like Bethany really scares me. Oh yeah. Ramona scares me. Luann scares me. <laughs> I met her too, but I mean, but. I've met them all, but yeah. like they do scare me. But Sonia's I think, the greatest comedian I was of our just about generation. To say, I literally was about to say the MVP is Sonia Morgan. She's the most wonderful. And I'm a little bummed that she stopped drinking as much and she isn't <laughs> as free as she used to be in like previous seasons because she literally is just like the the stuff that they must edit out of these episodes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, just give me a Sonia blooper reel, please. That's yes. all I want. She's I will pay for it. reality TV gold. Truly. I mean, that's, it's a testament that she's been on how many seasons of that show now? It's insane. She's like how one many? of the originals, maybe? Who I don't know. That show, I feel like it's been running for 20 years now. Yeah, no, it's true. I know. Before Skinny Girl was even a thing. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, when she was just selling muffins at the grocery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then putting a, like, a customized Skinny Girl wrap on her car and just driving around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's a gem, but a real testament of what hard work will do for you. <laughs> uh, okay, Sasha, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every guest that's on the podcast, mm. and then we'll get into some Twitter questions. The first question is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Ooh, cold spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Charles Manson. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> this feels a little fetishized knowing that uh, you have a knack for horror. Okay. No follow up questions. Uh, and then answer. the other question that I ask everyone is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or small phrases. So mine is college jogging front lawn. Well, this was on Vanderpump Rules. I I had to talk about it. Um, So mine is... (laughs) So, car on my hand. (laughs) Oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Well, again, no follow-up questions. (laughs) Paints a picture. Uh, We'll get into Twitter questions. But first, we do a little segment called This is Curious, where we found something that you posted on social media from the past. And we just think, this is curious. So what's the backstory here? And we have, I think, <laughs> oh this my is, god, my dad. This is, a, I mean, speaking of you and your dad being amazing contestants on the Amazing Race, this is a tweet from 2013, June 19th. It says, "I'd like to introduce everyone to my aunt, uncle, and nieces, Schroeder family for life." And the photo is you and your dad and some skeletons. That's a real good one. I need to repost that. <laughs> that is, I need to repost that. That's fantastic. Where, what's happening here? This was at um, Universal Studios Horror Nights. My dad comes in. T- my dad visits me and my brother a lot. And okay. we always go every October. And so that's where we were. And I'm like, Dad, let's take a photo in front of it and let's come up with a good caption. So that's, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Your dad looks like a nice guy. Yeah, he's a he's a party animal. Really? Is yeah. that where you get it from? I mean, if it's he, a New Orleans thing. Yeah, it's I feel a New like, Orleans thing. What's the he drives with roadies? Oh yeah, I mean that's oh. also a Jersey thing too. But should I not say that? 
Why? Uh, I mean, because no, you guys it, in New Orleans, it's kind of you what guys literally do. have drive-throughs to get. Yes, we have like, drive-through daiquiri bars. Yeah, yes. we went to one. That's crazy. And it's just a whole row of frozen daiquiris, like pre-made, that you just choose from, and wow. it's like literally adult <laughs> in a kid's candy shop, wow. just being like, all of them, please. Yeah, do like the suicide soda, where you just get all of them, oh, yeah, put in yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, what's <laughs> the biggest because jack and i are both are from new jersey and there's a billion stereotypes about people from new jersey but what's like the biggest stereotype about someone that's born and raised in new orleans if there is one? Oh, i think maybe that we all eat like weird shit like nutria and what's that really yeah it's like um <laughs> i don't actually know what it is either oh it's well it's an animal that's gross and it looks like possum me, I guess. What does it taste like? I don't eat it. That's the thing. It's oh. like that we're like but swamp people that just like sweet and weird. Yeah, like I hear that all the time. Like just New Orleans people are like swamp people that eat alligator nutria and like fucking... But do you eat gator? I've tried it, but no. But it's not something you do. No. But it's I can assume that that's something people assume. Yeah, people assume that New Orleans people are just like backwards kind of gotcha yeah we yeah fun. <laughs> I guess. what a fun stereotype oh, we have a photo of a nutria that oh, is gross looking that looks like a <laughs> looks like a mole an, or like a, yeah like a, like an, a mole rat or something an otter that's it's having ugly. a bad time yeah it's Yeesh. ugly that yeah, well oh, good to know you learn something new every day uh we're gonna get into some two we're going to get into some twitter questions now uh rachel h scola says OMG, what are her fave places to visit when she's in New York? Oh, my goodness. Because you travel there a lot to do, like, watch what happens live and stuff. And I used to live there. for. I lived there for six months. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what I do when I get there. Where did you live in New York? The East Village. Oh, very cool. Where so, in the East Village? I was on 5th Street and 2nd Ave. Fun. I lived on 2nd and A. Really? Yeah. I used to love going to Alphabet City. That was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, New York is fun. That's where Jack and I met. Years and years really? ago. Really? Yeah. I yeah. lived there for like 15 years. Oh, God, I love it. It's yeah, But there's no space. Yes. That is and the I, reason I live here now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I would love to live in New York again, but I, I have no place to put anything. And I have to like walk to the Starbucks if I want to go number two. If yeah. I'm with my You create a mental map of where all the best public bathrooms are oh, in New York. That's my favorite there. part of New York is the fact that they have like single stall bathrooms. Oh yeah. yeah that yeah. you don't have to like go in like a whole line. So I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my God, this is fantastic. I could go number two everywhere I go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I just leave like a phantom and yeah. I don't have to hang out here. <laughs> I know. That's why I kept saying I was like, there has to be an app. There must be one that exists now. Oh, there there was like a book that was like where to go. Yeah. That's just literally like just a map broken down by neighborhood of every place. So good. Go. I had a bagel yeah. place on twenty third that was my holy grail. It was the best. It was so clean. It was oh, so yeah. nice. I tweeted out the uh, um, the code to the Whole Foods bathroom on House. Oh, that is his. I used to go and to got, that one. I, I got like thousands of retweets. That is fucking. That is yeah. amazing. I. That makes me. Oh my god! I wish I would have thought of that. I wish I would have thought of that. But that is so, so good. What did you do when you like? What was your day in and day out life like when you lived there for a couple months? Um. So this was when I was actually working with that jewelry line. And working okay. with this company called Shop Prima Donna, which I don't think is around anymore. Okay. Um, but I was kind of, I was moved there to be with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I kind of was like trying to figure myself out. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And doing whatever I could and and just trying to hustle a little bit. I had did not have a lot of money. Like that, well, I, I legitimately, there. I remember one time I, I he asked me like, go get like, 
tomatoes or some something, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was. I rough. can go look at oh, them. I, was like, I need to do an Instagram post first <laughs> to get some money. Oh my god! No, and it's insane. I mean, to live in the East Village, especially like New York, is expensive across the board. I only oh, lived yeah. in Brooklyn for like the five years that I was there because, and in like shitty apartments because you have you have no money. Yeah, and all you're doing all day is paying for this and this. Oh, even and this if you and have this. money, you have no money when. You- yeah. It's so insanely expensive. Yeah. Also, when you live here first and then go to New York, I feel like it's, that's just, you're not going to like have the best scenario. No, yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. yeah. I think going to New York first and then coming here was way you're more so helpful. More, you're so grateful for what you get here. <laughs> for people being nice oh, yeah. or even like kind of nice, not yeah. even like truly nice. Uh, okay. Tommy O'Donnell wants to know, would you rather share a room with Kristen or Jax? Kristen. I mean, come on. Uh, Jax is a Neanderthal. Uh, there you go. There you go. Story checks out. Listen, Kristen may be hard to travel with, uh-huh. but she's the best. And she's like my sister. Yeah. So when we fight about things, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But it's real. Like, it's real, but it's a real fight. Like they yeah. didn't catch it on camera. That's how real it was. So right, we just right. had to talk about it. Right. Oh, right. Because that was in the most recent episode. Yeah, that yeah. You guys fought, but it was like caught later. And then you had to like re go back and describe what happened. Yeah. But I feel like that's the when fights happen is like when you care about someone enough that they bother you in a way that you're well, like, I'm like, bitch, I don't have central AC in my apartment. And the first <laughs> thing I said when I walked through the hotel like room, I was like, holy shit, I'm so excited to have central AC and go to bed and not have to like wake up at seven in the morning and take my dogs out and just be really comfortable. Right. And I walked into my hotel room because we were all right down the hall from each other. Yeah. So we were just drunk just going in and out of each other's rooms and right. having fun and I walked in at like two in the morning or three or whenever it was and the doors are open it's hot it feels like a sauna <laughs> there's smoke everywhere it's dirty and I'm like holy shit holy shit not this the is paradise ex- this I is wanted. exactly the opposite this is what I I specifically said yeah. cannot happen and it just happened yeah uh. it was Really sad. That's a bummer. When, yeah, when you're like, this is vacation. This is supposed to be my like, vacation. If you want to like do all this, go into one of the other people's rooms that right. are doing the same thing. Right, right, right. I had one request. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you travel a ton with Kristen. Yeah, and I, I never learned my lesson. Or Katie, Katie, and, Katie Tom. and Tom. I still do travel a lot with Kristen as well. But. Right, but you travel a lot with Katie and Tom, which is funny because you went with them on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. That's a little weird. <laughs> It's a it's, little strange. It's not that weird when I tell you how it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they were there in Bora Bora for Which a is week. Beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. And I'd always joked, like, you guys gonna take me on your honeymoon? Yeah. <laughs> they said no. <laughs> but after they? seven days of them being there, they were bored. I was I was single at the time, and they knew they were like, they texted me, they're like, why don't you just come? We have like a couple days left. And I'm like, don't fuck with me. I was like, <laughs> because I will show up. Right, right, right. And I go, why don't you guys sleep on it and text me in the morning if you're serious? Because I don't know if you're drunk or not. Right. Yeah. So that's I, fair. I waited a night and I woke up and like Katie a cooling had, off period. Yes. Katie <laughs> had already sent me in the morning flight information so I could Whoa. book my flight. Oh, wow. She t- sent me links so I could book my room or my Whoa. hut all by myself. <laughs> and I flew to Bora Bora by myself. And it was it was. I'm so thankful I did it. It was the most expensive trip I've ever gone oh, on because it's not a direct flight, right? It's not a direct flight, and the huts are over a thousand dollars a night. And I had Whoa. my own hut. Yeah, so it was just like 
Well, it was a lot. And it, yeah. I couldn't understand anyone like trying to get there. And I'm like, this airport is the smallest little airport. No one's helping me. Right, right, right. You don't have service. And when you yeah. show You're doing your up. your own amazing race to get down there. 100%. And it's yeah. only couples. Yeah. I got on the oh, boat. Yeah. It's literally the honeymoon destination. Only couples. And then oh, when we yeah, sure. arrived at the resort, yeah. we had to all take honeymoon photos and I had to take mine by myself. <laughs> oh no. In front of everyone. Wait, they make everyone take a honeymoon? And I asked, I go, can I take it with my friend? And they're like, no, like it's when you get, like it's oh. when you arrive here. It's like a thing. So I had to get up in front of everyone oh and I had God. that framed in my apartment. <laughs> I was going to say, you have that's to commemorate so that. Good. I have that framed, yes. But that's also what a weird initiation to welcome to the island. Now take these photos with each other in front of everyone. Yeah. But that's, all. I mean, do you still travel with them? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Like we spent New Year's <laughs> Eve, us three together. We went to Palm Springs. Oh my God. That sounds great. I, mean, I always get my own hotel room because I like air conditioning, I like my things to be my the way that I like it. <laughs> no smoke. You know, <laughs> like I just want yeah. things to be comfortable. Get that central air. <laughs> that makes total sense to me. Um, oh, someone's asking uh, Grace and Giggles, what's your favorite reality show? And who's your favorite reality show personality? If there is one. Okay. So I'm going to list some reality shows that I love. Besides The Bachelor. Right. Married at First Sight on TLC. 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I do. Those I'm, shows are insane. I just, awesome. Like four they're months so ago, got crazy. introduced to 90 Day Fiance and lost like days of my life to just watch and catch up and binge all the seasons. It's insane it's, to me. It's insane. freaking fantastic. It's so good. Oh my well, God. Because you just don't know. You're Every <sighs> single twist and turn, you're like, are they for real? Or are they oh, scamming this person? So I don't know. Did you watch Married at First Sight? Yes, I started that show's watching. Insane too. I I watched an episode that was randomly on TV like a couple weeks ago that they were just like in the they're almost to the end of their like two month mark or something, and I hadn't watched any of it before, so I was like a lot of stuff was a little bit out of context. Can I just tell you that okay, if you watch a couple seasons ago, they yeah. took two of the people, a woman and a guy, and did this like like second rate version of The Bachelor what? on TLC. Where like they had to eliminate people and they had activities every single week. As and its it was own reality show? As its own. So it was like Married at First Sight Second Chances. And it was Oh my god. I stalked they all had like just like three thousand <laughs> followers on Twitter. Uh -huh. And I would follow all of them and be like, Oh my God, they're saying this, this person's saying oh this. And they're god. like tweeting each other. I'm like, this is this is better because it was so much more real right. than The Bachelor. To me, because yeah, they don't have their phones. In yeah, on the, the Bachelor. Yeah, so you're like, actually watching things unfold it, on Twitter. And it's like well, a it was second just, show within a show. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And I love a lot of Bravo shows. I love Housewives and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, I'm Housewives obsessed. They're so good. I and watched I, Beverly Hills this morning. I can't watch Beverly Hills. It's too close. It hits too close to home that oh, I, yeah. I can't. It's your boss, technically. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. It, I don't know. It's It's strange. Yeah. But I just recently... Started watching the Kardashians. Oh, it's really? so I did. I watched this on a plane because I also don't watch the Kardashians. I don't. But either, I, was I didn't either. Bored on a plane. It was like another marathon of them on E. And so I started watching it. I was like, Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's so. I, I. It's so boring but awesome at it's, the same it's like, it's like well produced um, mundaneness it's fascinating it is, <laughs> it is. how boring yeah. it is yes and yeah. I just can't stop what it was I spent a solid eight hours just like I hung over like oh my god how have I not done this over the last <laughs> eight years it's literally we're gonna exercise and monotonally complain about something to each other yeah. and then we're gonna and then go, go shake a, a salad 
Right. And eat it. And then sit in the living room and talk about something and then sit in a different living room and like maybe arrange a flower arrangement or something and then sit in a different office and then we're going to go exercise again. And then we're doing the. It's so. It really. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's like. It's like. It's, like, it's the great. kind of show that like pets your brain. It's just like. Yeah. Yes. Food. It yeah. is comfort food. That's exactly. It's like, it's like really well made meatloaf. Yes. Yeah. That is exactly. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, Jordine Christie wants to know. What would you give to watch a cat walk down a flight of stairs like a human? Is this mm. a thing for you? And I don't like cats. Uh, okay. <laughs> what would you give? I would rather, I'd like to see a dog walk down. The, I would give a lot oh, to see I a would, dog just walk like a human. Yeah. I think I'd be terrified. Yeah, I, it sounds scary. Like a lot of money I would do. Like, there's a lot. I would pay a lot to see a dog do like that. Like Bora Bora. To see my dogs do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Bora Bora money. Last question. Uh, Carly wants to know, how is the state of her liver? It's a champ. <laughs> Well, I haven't got it checked recently. <laughs> but to be just so none of you are concerned, she's on her way to the doctor after this podcast. So all I'm things sick will be- <laughs> and I'm still drinking Bloody Marys. So there's that. Yeah. So she- I'm going to show up to my doctor and be like, what's up? <laughs> I'm feeling great. I'm sweating and I think I have a fever, but like <laughs> I've had two Bloody Marys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, all right. So there's a lot to unpack here, but thanks for showing up and taking concern in your own health. Oh, here's a l- quick last minute one. Uh, Victoria Lynn Oz Fuck, Mary kill James Schwartz Sandoval um, Mary Schwartz um, Killed James And F. Sandoval <laughs> <laughs> Well on that note Stassi thank you so much For thank being you. here today This is so fun Where can people find you Online or um, In at the podcast universe Stassi Schroeder On Instagram and then at Stassi on Twitter and then please listen to my podcast trip with Stassi. Sweet. So. And we have a gift for you for um, you do making time. Don't get too excited. <laughs> we have a fortune cookie that is oh, that's fun. for you. This is fun. So feel free to open it and Thank read what the, what the completely random fortune is that might this be is like a hard fortune cookie. Is yeah. it stale? Um, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's stale as fuck actually. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want to eat it. So <laughs> Um. Oh, you guys made these. This is a, so cute. Uh, who us? This is adorable. <laughs> Stassi, you will have great fortune in the future, and hopefully, have grace on an episode of your podcast. Whoa, Whoa. weird! What a fortune! What a crazy fortune! Whoa. Oh my goodness! Oh, you get some ASMR in. I'm trying to do it into the mic so that you can hear the chill. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's dedicated. Uh, if you guys don't know Stassi, please go check her out. She's absolutely hilarious and uh, really just so fun. Thank you so much for being here. Really Thank appreciate you. it. We'll Thank you. Of course. We'll see you guys next time. Another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Hey, friends. Did you know that your skin can absorb up to 60% of what you put on it? So what goes on your skin is just as important as what goes in your body. Juice Beauty is a skincare and makeup line that is made with certified organic ingredients with the promise to always formulate without potentially harmful ingredients. Go to juicebeauty.com slash grace for exclusive savings on your first order when you use the code grace20 at checkout. That's G-R-A-C-E-2-0 at checkout. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Producer Melissa D. Mons. With writing by Diane Kang. Audio support by Chris Henry. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep, too deep. Not, too deep. not Too Deep. It's Grace Helbig.
Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to BetterHelp.com slash GRACE. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz, 